To really understand New York sports, you gotta breathe it, live it, experience it. Whether you're watching the Grom strike out batters at City Field, or watching Randall Barrett and the Knicks at the Garden, heck, even watching KD, Kyrie, or Harden drop 50 in Brooklyn. Whether you're a Yankees fan, Rangers fan, Giants fan, Jets fan, or even an Islanders fan, there's one thing they all got in common. They represent this city, just like this podcast does. Rotten Apple Sports. Tune in. Welcome back to another episode of the Rotten Apple Sports Podcast. This is your boy Larry, aka Lurk, joined by my guys Los and Will, as always. And yes, baseball is finally back. Baseball's back. The MLBPA and the MLB owners finally reached an agreement tentatively. So allegedly, they still have to ratify, but that's just a formality. But we looking we looking to have a lot of changes in the upcoming season. Fellas, how y'all feeling about the CBA? Feeling great, man. Uh, we spoke about it a few weeks ago. It just needed to be done for the good of the game. And I'm glad that uh, cooler heads prevailed and we're going to have a season, a full 162. Every day you heard good news, followed by bad news, followed by good news, followed by bad news. So I'm just happy it's over with. Uh, these guys decided it's not worth throwing half a season or even less than that. They were very close. Like you guys said, cooler head prevailed. And it just they just made the smart decision because the way things are now, you can't just with the way baseball is and the fact that they're already losing fans, you can't alienate the people that your product. You can't, you just can't do it, you know? Especially with the some of the stuff they were arguing about. It made no sense. I know there's a lot of changes that's gonna be made. I'm looking forward to y'all breaking those down. But the first one I need y'all to explain to me and all the baseball fans out there is why the fuck are they making the bases larger that supposedly that that rule is a is a is for injury a lot of players when you step on the bag you twist your ankle there's been a lot of injury factor in the league when it comes to that and i guess they did some type of research and i guess the bigger bag is more of a cushion when you step on it so it's it's i guess it's it's a injury related situation that's the reason that's the reason why they expanded the bags but now it's gonna be harder for the the players to cover the bases though like 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 that's a part of the strategy when you play in defense is block the base it is it's it, i understand what you're saying um it's it's gonna be more of a hard for you to get the bag itself you know now it's gonna be more faster for the runner to skip in to steal, he's able to get the hand. You know, so it's going to be more of a tactical game there. But I guess it was more of a, a player health safety issue, a lot of twisted ankles, a lot of guys blowing out their knees running the first base. So now it gives you a more of a less of a hassle of having to get the exact bag. You know, the bag is bigger. So, you know, you have more of a, of a footing when you step in on the bag now. When I first saw the bag and I first heard of the concept, at first, I thought it was going to be like the soul bullshit where they got the two bags next to each other. But, I mean, it's a bigger bag, but I don't think it'll be such a big deal. And like you guys said, player safety is huge. Um, I got a really big problem with it. I don't think it needed to be done, but, you know, there's things that change, that change back for the better that I'm ecstatic about. So 
the base is something, you know, minor, but it's something that should be noticeable when you see that first game with that big-ass bag. Now, TV. my thing is, if it's a player safety issue and you're worried about a player stepping on another player, like if a first baseman got his foot on the bag and you're running down the line, you step on him, roll your ankle, then, okay, I kind of get it. But then for all that, just do what Lowe's just referred to and put the two bags at first base and leave the rest the same. But if if the concern is about the player actually stepping on the base itself, then nothing of that matters if they still keep that weird-ass shape of the bag. Because all those all those different sides, like, it's like a pyramid. It's not flat. So I think that's where the real concern is for, for a player worried about his ankle is flat. Make the bat base flat instead of those fucking di- those diamond shapes, whatever you want to call it. It, it, you know what it, what it also is when a player is sliding on the bag as he's going from first to second, he'll have more space now to, to slide reach around and grab. Yeah, that's so important. that allow. They said it's an it's a place where you allow less of a of a collision between two players getting hurt. You know, sometimes the defensive player has to shift his arm around the bag. Sometimes you know they get spiked or the arm gets caught. The leg gets caught, so it's more of a less freak, less injuries, less freak injuries like that with the back being bigger. It'll also be harder to tag somebody out. Yeah, it, I mean, you're taking away to gain something because it's like you're saying, it, it, a lot of the stuff is going to take times. It's going to take time for the defensive player to get used to the back being bigger, having to you know be faster as he tags because you're going to have more space to to slide your foot, slide your hand in. So the bang-bang plays won't be as bang-bang anymore. It's going to make more... double plays easier, though. Yeah, because of, neighbor, of the neighborhood. It's going to be something I'm going to pay attention to for sure. But let, one of y'all, please explain, explain to us all the different changes that they made. Lowe's, you alluded to some old rules coming back. Yeah, well, basically the, the things that I was happy to see is the double head. If we do have double headers, they're back to being nine inning double headers versus those stupid seven inning double headers. So that that's one thing. The the second thing it was just right on my mind. Well, I, I think I know what you're gonna get the, at. Is the, it the the runners on second to start? Extra yes, runners? yes, exactly. The uh, extra innings is normal extra innings now. You don't start with the runner on second base anymore, which some people liked. I wasn't really a big fan of it, but it's gone. I'm happy. I don't know about you guys, but it wasn't it wasn't something I, I ever got into. I, I I don't. I mean that kind that rule. I would. I, I really didn't have that much of an issue because I'm not a big fan of 22 inning games. I, I don't really want to sit there for 22 innings and it's one nothing. You know, so I didn't mind speeding up the game because if you're trying to attract a a, a you know, more of a younger fan base. A lot of people don't have the the patience to sit, you know, for six, seven hours. It's one nothing. And, you know, you're like, it's in an 18. So I, I didn't have an issue with that, but I understand why a lot of the players wanted it back to the way it was. Quickly on that, I remember years ago, I'm pretty sure you remember too, you, not me. You went to a game uh, against the Marlins, I believe it was, and it was a double header that went 20 two or 23 innings yes and the fucking guy guy came out the bullpen and threw nine shutout innings out the pen and then and then he gave up a run and they lost one nothing and then you still had to stay for a second game so i know i know 
you know, you have experience going to these long ass games. So I can see where you're coming from with that. Also, we're going to, we move into a lot of the logistics from this agreement where player minimum salary is going up a hundred thousand. It was 600,000 to start. Now it's going to be 700,000 and every year it increases 20,000. So the players got what they wanted in that sense. They wanted to take care of the minimal salary players. There's 50 million in arbitration pool, which is important for the players as well. They wanted that. They wanted to take care of that. Uh, the CBT, which is important for the Mets as one of the higher echelon teams, which is an issue because a lot of, a lot of those, like we were talking about the cheap owners a few weeks ago. They really wanted to make sure that Steve Cohen didn't go crazy with spending. Again, he, he doesn't really care too much because they call it the Steve Cohen tax after your fourth penalty. That's how, that's how bad these guys don't want Steve to spend. So it goes from 230 um, this year, 233 in 2023. In 24, it goes to 237, 241, and then 244. So it rises up a little bit. It's not the way the players really wanted a, a higher, a drastically larger CBT up to the 260s in one of the proposals that I saw. So they really came down in that sense to try to make this deal work. So, um, no, at the end of the day, they, they, you know, they got together and I guess they worked stuff out. Steve Cohen, at the end of the day, Steve Cohen, I know they try to hit a lot of the Houston Astros and the Yankees and the, and the Cardinals were four of the teams who weren't too happy with the CBT. They voted down the player reps on the deal itself. Um, the reason why, because they felt like it was going to curtail their spending. And they didn't, they felt like this was not fair to them being teams that like to spend that they were going to shut them down. But Steve Cohen is one who said, as long as the team is winning, he doesn't mind paying the penalty. That's something that scared the owners because they were trying to corner him, put him in a corner by putting the penalty. And he said, bring the penalty on. It doesn't really matter to me. I'm going to, I'm going to spend the money anyway. So it, it, they try to hurt him in that sense. Another Kirk, before I let I'm lost talk, there's another another rule change that goes into effect in 2023 where they're going to be fewer divisional games now. Every team is going to be playing each other. So we're going to play every team from the American League and then every team from the National League. Everybody's going to like the NBA. You're going to play everybody once in the season. So we will be playing everybody one time starting in 2023. That's part I'm cool of the new that part. I'm cool with that part, but it shouldn't take away from the divisional games. It should take they away have from to. Nah, because we still play other teams. We play multiple series against other teams in other divisions. I guess, you know what it is? Like, you don't need to play three series against the fucking NL West. You can cut that down to, to one or two and spread that across the uh, the American League. Like They're going to cut They're gonna cut some games. I know we play 18 times in the, in the schedule against divisional opponents. So what they'll do is they'll cut some of those games out and then give us... You know, we'll travel to uh, uh, fucking um, Oakland and Seattle during the season. Well, we wouldn't do that unless it was interleague. So now we're going to play. I know there's an interleague game in baseball, a series every day now, regardless. But now starting in 2023, you're going to play everybody one time before the season is over, which I think in a, in a sense is pretty cool because a lot of people don't get to see a lot of teams because they're on the American League side and sometimes we don't play them every three years. So it'll be cool to see them, you know, during the season. But, you know, 
it, it goes in and out. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people do. So I got we'll no see, we'll problem see. with it. I think it. I think it makes it better for baseball that every team gets to see each other at least once. I just don't think that you should take away from the divisional games because divisional rivalries are what drives the MLB. Yeah, it is. It is. Braves, Mar, Braves, uh, Braves, Mets, uh, Braves, um, Phillies, Phillies, Mets. Those are good. Like, I'm just good. You know, lie, as much as I'm a fan of the Subway Series, I wouldn't even mind if they changed it to just one series every year against the Yankees. And then you use those three games to play somebody else. I always was a proponent. I've been saying it for years. Make it one four game series. If you want to split the games two and two, or if you want to make it in one ballpark every year, one year the Mets get four in Yankees in City Field, or the Yankees get four in Yankee Stadium, and we good for the year. I, I really we don't I, send after, them to you know, the polo was, grounds. Send yeah. them to the polo grounds for the subway series. Meet up yeah, in Harlem. Put them in a navy. Put them in a navy ship. <laughs> make, yeah, we we, we play over there. It's, you know, but at the end of the day, at least you know they they're trying to. I'm I'm understand the pitch clock is coming. There's a whole bunch of stuff. That they're I'm gonna all try for the pitch clock. I'm all for the pitch clock because pitchers be acting like bitches sometimes, and. They just want to fucking stand there and drag out a fucking pitch just to try to throw off your yeah, just trying to throw off a timing or whatever. Like I get it's all like the mental aspect of the game, but some of these pitches just be acting like bitches sometimes. I'm all for the pitch. I don't get a guy scratching his forehead 55 times on the mound and walking around three more times, and you're there six hours already, and you're like, what the hell's going? It's only the third inning. Where then, then he goes to wind up and then steps off the base real quick, does the whole process. That's a pitching coach want to come and talk to him. This is the reason why the game needs to speed up. Yeah, Kids exactly. growing up the now. Same way, the are, same way that they, they, they limit how many mound visits you get, the same way they limit how many times a batter could call timeout and one at bat, the pitch clock, I'm all for it. The only I'm, thing I'm, I will I'm, say is that it might affect players' performances because then it's like you're going to see a lot more quick pitches. Yeah, yeah, you will. And you and will. you also now you messing with with pitchers' regimen, like like everything is a routine and superstitious. So it's like the fact that you telling him he don't have ten seconds to get ready for his pitch no more. He only got five seconds. I don't know what the pitch clock is. I'm just using it as an example. It's like it's gonna be interesting. It might affect some players' performances, but it's gonna speed up the game. And ultimately, that's been a goal of the MLB for years. So I'm all for it. They nobody, need wants to. To see, nobody wants to see a 10-minute at-bat. No one, bro. No one wants to sit there and you're in a ballpark in July and you've been there eight hours and it's one nothing in the third. No one wants to do that. These kids now, they don't have the... They're on an iPad on the phone. Or they're like, you think they have the, the, the patience to sit there eight hours? It's not. It's, the game is not fun for them like that. I don't know about you guys, but I'll tell you one thing. If they want to limit the amount of times you could throw that stupid pickoff when a guy's on first and you, yeah. and you know, he's not going nowhere, but you throw the first 17 times. And he's the pitcher there yeah, at first like, base that you're doing so four times over. I'm good with any of that stuff. Um, one thing they didn't change. I don't know if it matters to you guys is the rule that if you come out the bullpen, you got to face three guys. You, they kept that. So you, you, that you still have to face three guys. So you don't have guys come in like Tony La Russa. Nah, like, I don't need some dude in September bringing yeah. in 68 pitches out of the bullpen to face one guy. Wait. I'm good. But if they come in with two outs, 
and they get that third out. Can yeah, you yeah, switch they, them at the end of the inning? Yeah, you anyway? you can, you can. If you get the last out of the inning, you can switch them. I'm just you just can't. Just, if he starts the inning, he got to face three guys. I'm okay yeah. with that too, though, because like, granted, it, it takes a little bit away from the strategy. Because, you know, there's a lot of pitchers that are specialists, so you only really want them to see one or two guys and then you bring out the next one. But I'm all for it, though, because the time that it fucking takes to call that bullpen, have that pitcher come out, get his warm-up pitches, bro, it'd be like three commercial breaks and he's still warming up. Exactly, man. It'd be the bottom of the second. He's You four and a half hours in already. Yeah, if you go to the game with your girl... She'll use the bathroom, and you know them ladies' room bathroom, them lines be crazy. She could use the bathroom twice before yeah. that fucking bullpen pitch is ready to pitch. So you I'm get all a for beer. that shit. You go get a beer, and the guy's batting, and like four hours, you're like, yo, what's going on? Yeah, it's strike two still. It's impossible. You can't. These games got to speed up. They got to. This is the reason why the NBA and the NFL are popular games, because they, they're fast. They speed up. There's action all the time. They need to do that. I'm, I Look, I'm a proponent of juice balls, scuff balls, hey, yo. steroids. I like all of that stuff. You know what? You're a proponent of balls, huh? Yeah, but, uh, balls. <laughs> balls. He, want, he wants that Sammy Sosa cork back. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good with everything. I'm good. You know what it is? Because that's excitement for the game, man. When, when a guy hits a ball on the third deck, that's the excitement in the game. That's what you want to see. That's exciting. I want to see. I want to see a non-HGH using regulation bat using first baseman with an animal nickname. I want to see him hitting home runs out of fucking San Francisco's ballpark into the river or lake, whatever the fuck that is. That's what I want to see. I want to see non-cheating ass motherfuckers on the baseball field. I don't want Robinson Cano as my DH. <laughs> That's going to happen. About. The we whole time he's talking about he's a proponent of cheating, all I was thinking about was oh, how much he loves shit. Robinson Cano. We going to get love, to that. I love me some Robinson Cano. You already but, uh, know that. You, I'm driving uh, the Robinson Cano train, baby. Woo! <laughs> 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 he's a clown. We forgot they, they banned the shift, too. The, the, oh, it's the a wrap. Shift has been banned, so Yo, that's another thing. We need to re-sign Michael Conforto right now. He's hitting three fifty next year. Conforto's hitting three fifty <laughs> next year, bro. Yo, I promise With you. With no shift, I hear you, man. Yo, bro, Conforto. The short porch. Yo, bro, that man Conforto. I never seen someone hit the ball so hard, consistently, so hard into a shift. Get me Conforto back on the Mets. Before I knew that they banned the shift, I didn't want no parts of him no more. I was tired of his bullshit, his inconsistencies. But if there's no shift, he's going to be one of the most consistent hitters in the MLB, bro. Yo, I said the same shit about McNeil. And I people was like, nah, you know, I don't know about that. But McNeil, before he got, um, you know, pull happy and all that other stuff and try to hit home runs. He was constantly hitting baseballs everywhere. So if you if you can't shift him, I'm just saying he he's proven to be a hitter. Shift, you know, this changes things. In, remember the shift doesn't go in effect this year. It's in 23. Oh, it's not this year. All right, no. so fuck oh, it. Fuck all right, so send, Conforto, send Conforto to the Braves. I take that back. Remember, they have a year to put some of these rules into effect. So a yeah, lot of these rules. Send Conforto to the Braves then or the right. Phillies. 
I don't want no part to come forward no more. Nah, send, them, send them to send them to Colorado, dude. Get them out of here. Nah, nah, nah. Because they're going to hit 60 home runs in Colorado. He's I want him Yankee to Stadium. He's going to come Yankee on. Stadium on that short porch. Oh. Let him have him. Let him have him. He's going to hit 180 in Yankee Stadium with 17 home runs. Let him have him. Because... You got like you said. Look, if the shift is still in play, bro, he's ass. He's he's a he's an average at best player. If the shift is still in play at this point, and it's sad to say because he's so young. Yeah, I hate to say he's average, but he's been average like the last couple of years. So you can't really argue, you know. Well, you know, I'm he not just... a big. I've been telling you for years about Michael Conforto. I don't. I'm not a big. I've never been a big Michael Conforto guy. I mean, he started putting it all together before he fucked up his shoulder and missed the rest of the season. Hmm? He peaked in the World Series. All right, you need to relax now. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> He's he not Daniel the- Murphy, bro. Relax. After that, that's it. We had one one real good year after that. That's it. So Does was he- that all the major rule changes? That's basically it. They're going to have so- advertisements and uniforms and helmets now. That, that, that's whatever. That's advertisement. <laughs> They're going to fucking look like race car drivers soon. Yo, bro. The MLB is desperate, desperate. They going in the NBA. They're gonna look. They're gonna look like the, the the leagues in Korea where they got like sixty nine different labels on the uniform. You can't even see the. You can't even see the logo because they look like a, a European soccer team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yo, and, and I mean, I, ain't nothing wrong with having the endorsements and stuff, but. MLB being yeah. the traditionalist run by white men born in 1755, the way that they the way that they are, bro, to hear that they gonna put something on the jersey, bro. You know they desperate for that bread, bro. Those owners are fiending after bro. the fucking shortened season. I, I know you don't listen to sports radio, but if you did not. like la- if you did if you did last sp- year, if you did last year when you saw. The Yankee fans go insane because they dare to put a Nike check on their jersey. It was like it was like if you pissed in their parents' graves or something. They were going insane. Exactly. So for me to to hear that the the MLB as a whole is gonna have endorsements on their jerseys, that just tells me that eighty percent of the owners are desperate to recoup what they lost during the shortened season. Yeah, that's what it is. That's re- That's re- it's all about the dollar. It's all about the dollar. All the cheap owners want to make sure they get anything they can get out of. Out of they're gonna put advertisement all over the, the all over the jerseys, the helmets, the shin guards, everything. As long as they're getting paid, they don't care. Well, I need you to let us know when we should expect some movement, considering the guy should be reporting to camp within the next few days, right? Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Speaking of movement and guys, uh, free agency is now back in in session, right? Yeah. Now, Los, yeah. you tagged us in, on Twitter. I think it was yesterday or the day before the Mets supposedly signed um a teenager that looks like he was born in a lab from <laughs> Cuba. Yo, yeah. bro, the dude is 19. His arms are the size of my fucking head, bro. Like that shit is crazy. I, I actually sent it to you guys because I was hoping that Will would have some information on him because I, I don't know anything about him. All I know is. He don't look 19. He look like... Did you see his biceps, bro? Yeah, he look like a grown man. That shit look like a basketball was stuck in his arm, bro. His arms are fucking humongous. I don't think I've ever seen a baseball player that brolic before, bro. And he's a fucking teenager. 
This is the I difference. Remember that. No. The difference in the Mets um front office and management now. If you notice how heavily international the Mets are in I mean, signing. But, but- I mean, Perfect. I guess you could see the last two for an all. I guess you could say under Sandy Alderson, Alderson that has been like that. But remember before, bro, like we had we had a lot of international players at one point. Omar, Omar Minaya. Yeah. And not even just in the Caribbean, though. Like we had whack ass Kaz Matsui and shit, too. Like <laughs> we had the wrong Matsui in the early 2000s. I'm just <laughs> putting it out there. We had the wrong Matsui. <laughs> they really made Jose Reyes move to second base. Oh, oh my god, they did. And then you had even before that, I think if you want to throw in Shinjo, Shinjo was a high. But I said Shinjo was a high. Shinjo would hit you the home run. Shinjo was electric one, once in a while. At least he was passable. Kaz has like a career 10 home runs, bro. That's what that's off the top of my head. I, I don't think he ha- half of them came on opening day. He came here and stole money. That's what he did. Free money. But as far as free agency goes, you know, the clock opens up now. So teams are allowed to talk to players and sign players. The Mets are going to be active. They're already active in signing and active in trades. They McNeil and Davis and Dom Smith, they're all on the trade block. So if teams I, I, can make up I a deal. I want Billy Epler to send all of those guys to Cincinnati. Who, who's, who's all of these guys? Um... McNeil, Dom Smith, and J.D. Davis. <laughs> he wasn't listening. <laughs> no, he no, I, I was listening. No, I was listening. But I assume, I assumed you meant Oakland. Because, you know, Cincinnati, they probably going to want some young-ass players. I mean, well, technically, I, Dom I, is still young. I tweeted it earlier. And Luis Castillo, the, the Reds are willing to trade Luis Castillo as long as they get a good offer. They don't care about bringing him to camp. And let them get ready over there, and they, they got to send them out in a few weeks. They'll send them yeah, out, but yeah. they're looking That's to trade. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Whoever the fuck you have to bring everything in Castillo. Everything is sped up now, anyway. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna be in camp for a day or two? Everybody's like that. I know. It, I'm probably like in fantasy land right now, but could you imagine having a picture of Luis Castillo's caliber as your number three? Who's gonna beat them in a three in a short series? That's no, dirty. Yo, bro. That's disrespectful. Yo, bro. We get in somebody like set, Luis Castillo as number three. You might it's get swept over. in a three-game set. It's over. For, what? The only thing I'm worried about after that is the team staying healthy for the rest of the season. We don't even need to make no more moves. Fuck the bullpen. Sorry to break it to you, low bench. Play. I don't you think get somebody like Castillo, bro. It's yeah, a I ain't gonna lie, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I'd be willing to trade a top prospect if we could get Castillo. I don't know if I want to trade Alvarez or Vientos, but I'll trade Batty. Ronnie Mauricio. That's who you'll trade. I'll trade him and Batty together. Bring me Luis Castillo. Do you know how many many years he has left, Castillo? It don't matter. We got the richest owner in sports. No, no, I know, I know. But, you know, it's good to know how many years he got. He got to have a lot because, remember, he just came up not too long ago. But wait, whoa, hey, hey, look, whoa, whoa, look, look, take this into consideration break. for a second, though, Los. Take this into consideration. We have the richest owner in sports. In the league where nobody wants to spend money. Only a handful of teams are willing to spend money, which means 
that there's only a handful of teams that'll offer him any of the type of money that we would be able to offer him, he's right? A, he's an unrestricted on top of that, in 2024. Look, and then on top of that, we have a bunch of Hispanic players on our roster already, right? So he's going to have the culture and the vibe. New York, the best culture in the fucking country. So he'll, he'll feel comfortable. He'll be able to fit in with no real issues unless he has personality issues. No. Um, but I was like, yo, bro, he's young. Mm-hmm. And yeah. look at the team that's around him. This isn't no, like on paper. I know I'm getting way ahead of myself. But on paper, this is one of the best teams in the MLB. And then you don't have the pressure of being the best pitcher in the rotation every, every five days. Exactly. And you're going to learn from two of the best pitchers to ever throw a baseball. How could you, you not want to be? You don't have to talk me into it. No, no, no. But this is what I'm saying. You don't have to talk me into no, it. No, 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 no. What I'm trying to explain to you is there's not a reason that he would not. You, you can't find a reason. That he would not want to resign with the Mets, bro. No, no, I got you, and I'm down. But but it sounded like Will was gonna break some bad news to me. Do you remember when they're, he was gonna they're say? not in? They're not in the Carlos Rondon. All right, I, see, but oh. I could live with that. That's not bad news. Anybody that's so drinking the Carlos Rondon juice is bugging, bro. He's Dude. trash. <laughs> I've been said that. No, 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 that no, no, no. Loves, loves Carlos wait, Rondon. Wait, 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 wait. Carlos Rondon. But I'm okay. I'm okay if they don't go in that direction. Uh, the ca- the cat I know you don't like Asian pitches. I know you said. Ah, uh, don't you see? Here we go. I, I never said. said I never said. Pitches. I never said I was not. I said. I never said I was not fond of the Asian. Can you pitches. explain to me why you high on Rodon? Yeah, please. I'm, okay, I'm high on the stuff. I'm not saying that he's an ace, but if you put him at the three and he's relatively healthy, his stuff is very good. Believe me, I would take Castillo over him in a second. And I, I'm not going to break my heart if they don't sign Rondon. I'm just saying, if it was reasonable and, and the Mets signed him, I wouldn't be upset with that. Carlos Rondon, Rondon, I just want to point out three things about Rondon to you real quick. Can I point out three things about Rondon? Go All right. ahead. Last season was the first season that he was actually healthy since 2018. That's scary. Right? That's one. That's one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Number two, last season was the only season in his career that he's had a whip lower than 1.26. Last year was the first time since his rookie. I'm going to give you three things, actually. Last year, I mean, four, was the first time since his rookie season. Rookie season that he gave up less than a home run per nine innings. Last year is the only season of his entire career that he's had an ERA less than 3.7. Yeah. And the only other year that he's had an ERA under four was his rookie year when it was 3.7. He's trash. And with this inflated market, you know, he's going to ask for some money. And I don't know if I'm willing to invest it on a guy like that. Dude. He Bro, last year was the first season since 2018 that he threw more than 100 innings. You know who could take a shot on him? The Phillies, the Rangers, teams like that. They, 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 
He had the right, highest ERA made. plus of his career last year, and it was the best year of his career. I think you guys are misunderstanding what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's a must-get or anything like that. I'm saying if he was the pitcher they settled on, that it wouldn't be the end of the world for me. I know he's not great. He was non-tendered, so I understand you don't non-tender someone you expect, you know, to be out there and be a a pitcher that's going to win a lot of games for you. So, like don't I said, so Cespedes I, was non-tendered twice and almost single-handedly won us a World Series. Maybe he's an outlier. I just wanted to throw that fact out there. And I'm not saying that you you think he's an ace. I just don't understand why you want him at all. This okay. Like look at look at what we have. Who would you like as of right now? Who would you be okay with taking out of the rotation for Rondo? Obviously not the Grom and Serger. Um, Tyron Walker's three. Who am I uh, missing? Carrasco. Carrasco. I, when Carrasco is healthy, he's good. When Carrasco is healthy, he's good. Carrasco coming sure he wasn't healthy last year. No, and Carrasco's coming in, and I'm I'm telling you now, he's coming in. He's coming in in probably the best shape he's been since he was in Cleveland. And, and what's the rookie from last year? Tyler McGill. You telling oh, me? Oh, Tyler McGill. You telling me Peterson? that you would start Rondon over McGill if 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 you're the manager? I'm not. Tyler McGill. Like, we ain't even get to we ain't even get to Peterson. Who's gonna? He's gonna make an appearance this year. I think you guys. Well, Will misunderstood me because. Rondon is not the guy. Rondon is, is a guy. He's not. R- but, R- no, Rondon is not a guy. He's, he's not, not a guy. He's just guy. That's it. Not even yeah. a. He's just guy. Yeah. He's just guy. And I don't. I don't. I'm not trying to pay just a guy. You know, it's just not worth it. If you're not a Kikuchi. guy, I don't. Kikuchi. Like Marte, Starling Marte is a guy. He's not the guy, but he's a guy. He's a guy. He's a productive guy. You know, somebody that you know you're going to get something Rodone out of. Rodone is not a guy. He's a Rodone guy. Rodone would be the, the Uris familiar of our starting rotation. You never know what the fuck you're going to get. And with, his in- yeah, and with his injury history, I'm not willing to risk what I'm going to pay him. And he's I'm never not played in the market like New York. He's never okay. played in the market Guys. like New York. He's going to get okay. eight alive. What, what I'll say is, if we're going the, the 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 trade route, I'm much more comfortable with the trade options than Rodon. Now, if we're going straight signing guys, Rodon and the guy from the Seattle Mariners to me, there's not that much of a difference, so I wouldn't be upset. So, what guy from like, the Mariners are you referring to? Talking into the about the lefty. Um, Ooh, I'm not sure. If, no, 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 no. I'm not sure if he's he's Kikuchi now, right? I'm bugging. Kikuchi, Kikuchi. Kikuchi. Oh, he's trash too. <laughs> but at least, you know, at least Kikuchi, you're taking a low ball risk and his stuff is is at least a little, you know, a little more deceiving than Rondon. So I, I, if it was one of the two that I'm going to pick, I'm picking Kikuchi over Rondon because I'm just scared of his injury history. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I'm gonna be honest with you. If I have to choose between the two, I'm I, I'd rather just roll the dice with with Rondon. Like, I'd rather Rondon get hurt midseason than watch Kikuchi pitch thirty games. And I don't wish injury on no player. How about player. Michael Pineda? 
I don't want any former Yankee unless it's Aaron Judge as a DH and nothing more. How about the one of the pitchers from Oakland? You know, I'm you know I'm I'm gonna Manaya Manaya. I'm gonna pound the table on the Oakland A's trade for as long as I can, especially if they trade Olsen somewhere else. Maybe they want Dom Smith and some o- other Olsen, 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 from what I'm hearing, if he's going anywhere, he's either going if Atlanta doesn't get Freddie Freeman. That's gonna going be to the, the Yankees. Target. The Yankees, and right? if, if, if yeah, if he if he does if Freddie resigns with the Braves, then he's gonna to go to the Yankees because the Yankees so already we, got a package. We we gotta make sure wherever he goes, they don't send the, the pitcher with him. You know, we gotta try at least because obviously if Castillo's there, Castillo's the you know he's the one closest to an ace. But Oakland got two guys, two guys that I, I I'm okay going into the season with for no problem. Who's that beside? Who's the other one besides Sean? Oh, was Brissett something like Louis? That's Brissett, but this is is yeah. um, it's the other kid that I that I like from Oakland. Oh Ooh. yeah, um, Irvin. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the Dominican kid, Luzardo or Montas? Ah, there we go. There you go. Montas. There you go. That's my guy right there. That guy got an electric arm. You bring him on this rotation, that's a good get. Let me tell you, that is a good get for the Mets so they can pull that off. And that's where you that's where you would send Dom Smith because Dom is from Cali. So you send him out, he goes to play back home. And he has he has the upside. I don't think he's uh I don't what how are we gonna say? I don't think he's a finished product. So no. you take you you take a chance on his upside, because like I said, somebody's gone. If it's Don Smith, if it's McNeil, J.D. Davis, Conforto's It's to the point gone. where, look, it's to the point where J.D. Davis, I'm not even sure he's reporting tomorrow. He's in Arizona, and I think he's staying there because I think he has a feeling the Mets are going to ship him out. Well, here's the thing. If we do a trade with Oakland and we don't get Manaya. I hope that we can at least get Chapman and his defense. Just saying, I'm tired of our hot corner well, being a big a package. I mean, you're gonna have to give up Smith, Smith, McNeil. Well, maybe, he's ready maybe. to he's ready to give him more up Frost. anyway. Listen, it's been win now mode since we signed Max Scherzer. I agree. It it, it was win now mode in two since 2015. It should have been win now mode, but. As I don't want to relive all the the yeah, horror all of the, the last seven years, yeah. but it's win now mode, bro. Like plain and simple, it's it's win now mode. Like it, we have to get it done now, and not just now. Like we should be World Series contenders, if not winners, every year for the next five six years, without a doubt. Like there should be no reason like why we're not at the top of the fucking division every year. You, you want to know what's crazy? When you think about what the Met payroll is right now, and we know they're not done. That's amazing. I saw somewhere that the Met payroll right now is 264, 265. What was like, the, what's what? the high, what, what, what's the closest it's been to this in the past? Like, I don't, has it ever been like, was that 06 maybe? Oh six, we had a we had a lot of star power, so probably we had Delgado, we had Beltran, Glavin, Pedro. Off topic, but someone someone saw like so. Jacob Degrom is 
my home screen on my phone. It's Jacob DeGrom throwing a pitch, but I photoshopped it and I put two goat horns on his head. Nice. So, so one of my patients saw it and said Pedro's better. So I was like, yo, you mean like peak for peak or for his career? And he said both. I said, you're bugging. 2006, the Mets had a $101 million payroll. But back was, then, that, back then, that was really high. You know, That was fifth highest in the league. Right. And they've been 2007. They were 115. That was third. And then the second highest was 2008. They were 137 million. Um, so they've been 137, 135. They were they were there from from 2007 to 2009. And then they had bad years where they weren't spending any money. They were not spending any money. And then in 20. 20. Not even 2015, because they were they were 21st that year that we went to 2015. The damn near everybody was on a rookie contract. Yeah, look, they haven't spent money like this since since that year. Since what 10? 2010, 2012, whatever. No, 2009 when they was right after David Wright signed his contract extension for like 55 million and we signed Jason Bay's bitch ass. The Mets are spending. Look, they, they, this is this will probably break the record for the most they spend. I think in the history of the franchise, brother. It's beautiful to see. It's beautiful to see. I mean, mostly because it's not my money being spent. And, and, that's a shit ton. And, of and, money. Like, and, and this is beautiful. We just naming names like we haven't even got to like Chris Bryant, Kyle Schrober. We just well, thought it was supposedly the, know, they, the they method- looking for a hitter too. Supposedly, the Mets are not interested in bringing in Chris Bryant at all. I told you guys months ago, and you guys said I was nuts. I'm, no, was no, crazy. look, no, you said, said we they shouldn't. Nuts. You said they shouldn't. Yeah, and yeah. I still disagree with the front office right now that they shouldn't be interested in him. But you look I at understand. numbers, and I know you're a big numbers, and I know you're a big numbers guy. You like statistics, you like analytics. Oh, no, no, nah. my say, guy broke it his, down for me already, and he explained his why it's a good idea his, to stay away. His defense is shooting down the tanks in the last few years, and his offense is declining. So if he scares me because he, he got that Jason Bay vibe. Like, I feel like if I give him a lot of money, he oh, might no, just disappear. Don't mention that. And I, I don't, feel you, like, like I said, like, I get it. Like, I understand now, even though I still, like, bro, you got to understand, son. Like, there was a point in time where I was jealous of the Chicago Cubs because they had Chris Bryant and Javier Baez. We had Javi for a few months and he's gone now. Like, my vision from like fucking eight years ago was this close to coming to fruition last year at the trade deadline. And if it wasn't for the fact that the Grom was getting shut down for the season, it would have happened. If I'm look, I'm to the point where if you want to really invest in a few long term third baseman, go get Matt Chapman. That's what I said. That's what I said. Yeah, third I'm, base. The fuck, I'm breaking the Bank for Matt Chapman. Yeah, that's it. Except, except so Oakland, I'm not going to lie. Tell Oakland, real talk, you know what you tell Oakland? Throw Chapman, give me Montaz or Manaya, and you go into the farm system and go pick whatever you like over except there. Vientos. The- except Vientos. Except you can't Vientos. Have Vientos. Vientos is the catcher, right? No. No, no, no. no. Alvarez, Alvarez is the catcher. Oh, Alvarez is the catcher. The- Vientos is the first baseman. Vien- right. Vientos got pop, dude. Yeah, yeah. so I, I, I'm going to take that back. Except Alvarez. 
I was wilding early. I was wilding early for saying I get Alvarez for Castillo. I was Ronnie Mauricio. I throw in David Peterson. You can take McNeil, Dom Smith, and whatever else you want. Bro, you can take anything on the farm. There's a lot of capital, man. There's a lot of capital. To, that's all right. You know, but you know you what it is? No, think about it. it. Think about this. No, no, we that's a good thing. It's a good window thing. To win the World Series with yeah. DeGrom and Scherzer. I don't when, care when I, about 10 years from now. I don't no, care about a kid no. that's 13. Again, you're not missing. You misunderstand right I'm now, saying, brother. Listen, I'm, I, I'm saying we have a lot of capital, and that's a good thing. Yeah, not I that we give it up now. too much. The only thing that, that scares me is that Billy Epler doesn't, like, Billy Epler wants to continue to build up the farm system because he's he always felt that, because he's always felt that. But we can that still do the that. downfall <laughs> of the team that he's managed in the past. So it, I'm worried that maybe he won't be willing to give up a top prospect. But, bro, if you got a chance to improve, like, this roster is already on paper a million times better than it's been in years. And then we have a chance to really, like, for, like, you get a guy like Chapman without giving up any of your everyday players. We, we could put fear in the Dodgers' heart, bro. Listen, listen, brothers, listen, I'm to the point now where we are in a three-year window to me. And we need to take advantage of this three-year window no matter what we do. I don't even care if he goes over the luxury. It's like you said, that ain't our money. Figure it out. Yo, Cohen said it far, wants a title within five years. Steve Cohen yeah. said he wants a title within five years. We're and I think, three and I'm, the truth, I think it's less than that. Because again, you got Serzer here and the Grom together. It won't be for five years. So it has to be the shorter window. I think we have three that we got to get the job done. In three years, we got to get busy. We can't waste time. We got to go get the pieces to win right I'm now. I'm telling you right now, moving forward, there's no longer the, the traditional Mets mindset of just like a bunch of negativity and just settling for playoff runs and actually making the playoffs again. Anything short of a World Series ring is a failure. If we make it to the World Series and lose, it's a failure. There's no, I'm, there's you no. You don't want to hear this. You don't want to hear that show. There's you don't no want to hear that show. Victories. If I don't that. get to see my team celebrate and hold that trophy up with that, that oh, that is by the way the ugliest championship trophy in American <laughs> professional sport. <laughs> it is the ugliest championship trophy. But I want one. Exactly. I don't care if it's ugly. It's beautiful when we win it. Let me tell you. And I need that. Right here. Yes. I'm going going to Chinatown right on Canal Street, getting a fake-ass replica World Series ring. I'm streaking. I'm sorry, Los. I cut you off. What you was about to say? No, no, no. I'm done. That's hilarious. No, I was was going to say. I had to talk. I was gonna say, are we doing anything with the bullpen? Like, you hearing anything or no? Because I know there's a couple guys out there. I but... saw, I saw early on Twitter. I forgot who it was, but I saw early on Twitter somebody from the New York Post saying that the Mets were interested in a bull in a specific bullpen. Andrew Chafin. Andrew Chafin. Mets are interested in. They could. They they're gonna talk to him about bringing him in. They talking to Minnesota about Tyler Rogers. That's another See, I like, place where I like. They I, to go. I like. I like Tyler, Tyler Rogers. Wasn't like he a trade Rogers. target last year? Yes. Yeah. Before he got we hurt. Were out of it. And then, you know. And he got hurt. hurt. Yeah. So, look, the Mets, Epler, Artie Moreno had Epler in the chokehold in, in Los Angeles. He wouldn't let him spend any money. And now Cohen has told them the book is open. 
Go do your go do your job. The guy is smart. He has connections. The Mets are gonna be their hands are gonna be on everything. The goal, the front office got the memo. The goal is to win. And it doesn't matter what we what we have to do, but we're gonna win. Stabilized winning. The years of one year yes, three years no. One year yes, three years no. That shit is over with. The Mets are here and it's a sustainability of winning. There is nothing less. Last year, they got away with it because it was the first year and they were cleaning everything out and they wanted to make sure they got their own people in here. The party's over now. It's time to win. And it's going to start now in free agency and continue into spring training and get all these horses together. Well, April 7th, when they get when this first pitch, the goal is at the end, when it's cold in early November, that we holding that trophy up and I'm streaking somewhere here in the Bronx. Catching COVID and pneumonia at the same damn time. You got it. You got it, buddy. But it'll be worth it. <laughs> it's going to be worth it, though, right? <laughs> it's going to be worth it. It's yeah, gonna be worth I got to admit, outside of the Knicks, I haven't been this excited and confident in the ability of my teams that rep that royal blue. Yeah. It, you know what it is? It's when, when, the owner, when the owner is a fan and he wants it as bad as you do, it's a different feeling because you could tell that he's in there. He's like, we had cheap owners and he knew it because he was there. And he's like, none are going to happen now. When we want something, we go and get it. It ain't going to be because we got our bid. It's because the player either decided that he was going to go anywhere else or it's a family reason, not because we were not going to spend the money. And that's how it's been the whole offseason, if you've noticed. If whatever player didn't come here, it's because they decided to go family reason somewhere else or they were comfortable with that, but not because we were outbid. Because look what happened with Scherzer. It wasn't because we were going to get outbid. If the guy went 60 million, he was going 65. That's how it was going to be, but we weren't going to lose out. My only pushback on that is not my money, but still, you got to still spend it in the right places. It's smart allocation of the the, the, the fund. Like, all right, cool. You don't mind paying the luxury tax, but don't give a bum twenty million a year. Nah, don't give. I don't, injury think, I don't think they're going that way, man. No, I'm not saying that they've done that already or that they will do that. But I'm just saying, like, just just be mindful of who you like. I you don't can tell already, but you can tell the, the way they've been purging the roster. They they saw what was good and what wasn't good and what wasn't working here, and they started purging the roster. They said, "Who's the leader in the clubhouse? Lindor? All right." McNeil, you do that again, you out of here. You see how quickly they put him as trade bait. You don't, they, you're not getting away with certain things here no more. He says stuff all like of that. that. All... He says all of that. They purge in the roster. That, that we got. I'm telling you, the, the that little game. Bias Cano still on my team. Then <laughs> Cano is a virtual, uh, 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 inspirational leader with the Spanish <laughs> players. I told <laughs> you that already. Inspirational. I know. I know. Uh, look, that was gonna cause a problem. I know because even, even um in the player introduction press conferences, you, you I know because a lot of the especially the Marte like, Marte. Let me rephrase. I was about to I was about to lie because not a single white player said anything about Cano, <laughs> but all the Hispanic players looked up to Cano for a long time, and now they have a chance to play alongside him. Exactly. Hopefully, they never play alongside him, and he's on the fucking bench for 162 games. You know but, who's driving the canoe train? You're right. You're right. Let's do it, baby. Well, Look. I was, dude. I was. When you <laughs> mentioned canoe, I dead ass thought of when, when Harden said, "I'm gonna give Kyrie the shot myself," 
in order to get him off the team, I'm going to give him the shot myself. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. And you know what was funny? Is the second he gets a big hit, Will's going to be oh, calling, no. and he's going to be going. Know. He's going to be. You know, Yo, but you know what? You don't got my Kanojo's you ready to go. You already know that. Look, my biggest fear is that one of the players aren't going to be hitting the ball well, and then Kano is going to give them the shot. He's going to hit a <laughs> mammoth lefty shot in the gap to score three runs, and everybody's going to forget about everything. I'm telling you, the guy's a professional hitter. He's yeah, he's play. also this same professional hitter has been his timing has been off for the last three years, with the one exception of when he was using steroids again. He's been behind almost every pitch to the point where he started jumping pitches. Listen, man. You talking about it Look, but the good thing about this, if this is this is a problem that is good to have because it's quality depth. There were years where we had no depth on the bench. There was guys from AAA that you didn't know their names coming up to take big, big at bats in big situations. At least it'll be a guy like Cano. And he's not starting, so it's not a problem. Right. As long as he has his little protein shake and HGH powder in the dugout. Listen, if he hits, a, if he can hit a shot in the upper deck, I'll inject it. Let's get to it. <laughs> He's get, I just want to win. His teammates, that's the problem. Yeah, I just want to win. To be honest, I want to win. And if he can help us, no, even as a small fat, a small fat. Once he plays twice a week, you know he could DH here and there. Who cares, really? Because that's depth. It's no, yeah, than no. Depth. If he's being used as a depth piece and he's keeping his nose clean. I'm cool with it, but yeah, I'm telling you, he's not gonna start, so it, it won't be that he's starting. He knows his role. They spoke I don't to want him. him platooning. I don't think we're gonna and have a. I he think should be strictly pinch hit or DH to give somebody a day off. Yeah, because we're we're you know they're gonna go get, uh, I, I they're gonna go get it. I think and every day their basement. That's really what they want. They should. They want to be. Able they should go trade for another Hispanic player that they all love. Just find out who everybody in the clubhouse loves. And Jose go. Ramirez from the Cuban Indians. I already told you, the yeah. third baseman. So Trey Cano, write a blank. Wait, yo, bro, you send Cano, a prospect, and a blank Cano check. Because Jose blank Ramirez check. likes Cano. You can't trade Cano. Cano's part of the reason why they coming over here. Not you Jose Ramirez coming over here with Cano here, bro. Yes. Cano playing third base. Jose Ramirez there. He's Cano's your depth. What if what if Kevin says we throwing Shane Beaver? You will do that trade? Close? You tell me Beaver? Shane Beaver. You tell me, you tell me you throwing and, and, in Shane Beaver. I'll tell you keep Jose Ramirez. Wait, wait, wait. Jose Ramirez and Shane Beaver. You could in a keep, trade. You could keep Ramirez. How, I mean, how realistic is that though? Check. What their payroll their payroll is gonna be twelve dollars? Listen. You'll be surprised how realistic it could be. I'm just going to leave it like that. We're talking right? about the Indians, bro. They literally the, trade anybody. The, 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 the Guardians. The, the, Dolan is one of the cheapest owners in baseball. So Dude, if you tell me, if you tell me, I can, if, if you're honestly telling me that I can get that, then I honestly don't, <laughs> I don't know what I wouldn't give up. Polly Alvarez, because I have. We got, re, we got trade rapport already with the Indians. Keep, keep I, that in I, mind. I refuse, I refuse to give up. 
a, a good hitting prospect catcher like that. I just refuse. The Mets haven't had a good hitting catcher. No, 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 no. In a while. Francisco Alvarez is not going anywhere. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. But, then, you know, but those I, names you just have, mentioned. That's, listen, that's, that's the, you can have car blanche. Pause. The that's the cream of the crop, man. You can have it on the rest of the system except Francisco Alvarez. He's not getting traded. So they can pick anything yeah. from the roster, no. anything from the anything from the from the minor league roster that they want, any prospect. Dude, and you don't can tell add me that. Either. That's what I'm trying to tell I'm you. Fucking calling but out, I'm going to Washington look, on listen. the seventh. Don't tell me that. If I if I have to keep Cano, I'm, I don't want Ramirez, bro. Just oh give my god, oh, you with this give Cano me stuff again? Like, what the? Fuck? Just give me Bieber. We don't need Ramirez. All we need is Bieber. Justin Bieber? Well, Shane Bieber. Which Bieber you want? Give me Justin Bieber and Shane Bieber. I give you Cano, Gentos, and a blank check. Oh, my God. This guy Yo, wants Ramirez, to get body Ramirez, fever, Yo, Ramirez is a star, though, bro. Like, I understand like, like legit. That. I understand that. I love Jose Ramirez. I would love to have him on the Mets. But, but. if it means keeping Cano... Then no, I mean what? what I mean, Cano Cano, got, one year. This is Cano's last year. Yes. I think it's. I think it's. I but regardless of the fact, we no, we so no. he's so we so rich right now that that's even gonna matter next year. That don't matter. We went about this year. It's gonna chip now. Listen, now. This now. Listen, if Cano has two more years on the, you know what? Yes. Let's do the trade, and then I'm buying season tickets to City Field, bro. Oh. I already know the I'm going to find a way to fucking lace his coffee with steroids and get him kicked out. <laughs> I'm going to drug that motherfucker myself. I'll build Cosby and him, bro, with HGH. Oh, my <laughs> God. Jesus Cosby. Christ. I'll host this a charity event in the parking lot. I'll do dude, whatever dude. I have to. Hopefully, to, hopefully we're not getting tapped. Conspiracy. This just this just shows you how dangerous a drug being a fan is. My <laughs> man said, my man said he would build coffee him. I can't like yo yo bro. I will do whatever it takes to get him his third strike. Yo, dude, but it, 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 I know it was I know it was back in the day, but you remember that movie Celtic Pride where, where they kidnapped, yeah, 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 yeah. They kidnapped yeah, Wayne. They kidnapped the basketball player. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be Larry. You're gonna kidnap Cano and, and leave him in some somewhere else in the Bronx. I will sneak drugs pod. into his suitcase so he could get you the food. <laughs> You're gonna have to put a disclaimer at the end of this pod. You know what? Listen. Whatever I have to do to get him out that clubhouse, I will do it. But at least, at least this is a conversation that we haven't had in years. So at least we know the Mets are in the right direction. You know, they're willing to spend. The season's going to be fun. We're going to have a lot to talk about. So, it, it, you know, the, the recap we gave you guys here is just a taste of what the Mets are going to hopefully give us an excitement the rest of the year, and it should be hell of a fun, man. This is the first time I've been excited about the Mets since I was in high school, bro. Like, heading into the season, this is the most excited I've been. 2015 was a shocker for everybody. Anybody that said that they saw us going that far when the season started is a fucking liar. Yeah, please. Like, 2015 oh, was a, was a, was a surprise. Like, honestly speaking, 
I'm gonna be 32 next month, and this is the first time heading into a season that I've been that excited at all about the Mets as a whole. Like it's, I'll always just be like, I'm looking forward to the Grom, Syndergaard, and maybe a couple hitters. I think this is the most fun that we. This will be the most fun I think losses we had since maybe the 05 through 07 season. Yeah. Definitely. The closest we've had to a fun season was, besides that, obviously 2015 is probably the year we got Johan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, between between 05 and 08, those seasons like that were, were gapped into each other. Those were the fun, those were, the, I think, the best, the most fun we've had so far. Not, not, not counting 99 and 2000 when we actually got to the World Series. And, and yeah. I'm not going to go too deep into it, but... We didn't even mention the fact that we actually have a real manager. Yeah, you know, you're right. Somebody learning on the job. So yeah, I'm be I mean, honest with you, bro. The whole part, I couldn't remember who our manager was until right now. Buck Showalter. <laughs> yeah, I know. I remember now. But, yo, the whole time, like, yo, who the fuck did we sign? But for some reason, my dad didn't He used to manage the Baltimore Orioles. I, I know who he <laughs> is. I, I remember who he is now. I remember. I know his resume. But the whole time, like, for some reason, I didn't even take out uh, my phone. I didn't open up the internet on the last That's how you... But, Larry, what does that tell you? What does that tell you? That we have so much fun already. That the manager is like, he's like your second... Who cares? We and you can manage this fucking team. It doesn't matter. It's the time... Do you want me to manage the team? Because, you know, my first order of business. Oh, God. You're gonna alienate the clubhouse. Yo, the bro, first day I'm that showing you get. up. I'm showing up every day early to work, and Paging. I'm gonna sprinkle. I'm gonna sprinkle. No, he's gonna say H powder all over his locker so it's his pores. You know those women on Snap that be putting glass and poison and all oh types of shit in their husband's food to slowly kill him. Christ. I'm gonna slowly a but surely a get disclaimer as Larry talks. His views are his views. We are Yo. not. <laughs> <laughs> The the no, Mets win the the Mets win the World Series. I tell you what, you. he's gonna be on the float with Cano. You're gonna be on the float with Cano. Yes, yes. Said I'm gonna be on the float with Cano. Yeah, if the yeah. Mets win the World Series, you're gonna be on the float with Cano cheering. And I'm gonna give him that. Like, you the best. Let me tell you something right now. Life. Let me tell you something. The Mets win the World Series. You gotta wear a Cano jersey to the parade. That's easy. That's what. Go I'll, ahead. That's wait, easy. wait, wait, wait. Who's buying it though? Cause I'm not. I got it. You gotta I, wear I it. I wear it. it. Yeah, you gotta wear I ain't it. buying it. I got it. You wear it. I'm trying to get me a Degrom alternate jersey this year. I need me a black jersey. I want a Degrom and I want a Lindor. Any sponsors that are listening to right here, Larry? <laughs> <laughs> Larry, yeah, man. I mean, you could, you could, you could. What you I know. really need, I ain't gonna lie. I need a Javier Baez Mets jersey, bro. Maybe you could get it on sale now. It's on clearance now. I hope so. I'm gonna buy like three of them. I'm gonna put one. I'm gonna put one in the frame. One. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. And one, I'm probably keeping. I don't know, bro. Like, just Javier Baez is one of my favorite players, bro. And I only got to see him in the Mets jersey for like three months. It's sad to know he's gonna be in Chicago again. Just on the wait. No, he went to Detroit, right? Or was it Chicago? Detroit. Detroit. Oh man. And I'm gonna be on a show with this chick from the from Michigan, a couple minutes outside of Detroit. Oh man, I'm gonna actually have to say something good about the Michigan Wolverines lost today. That's that's a 17 point lead, and they blew it. Fucking screw. I thought they lost to Mike Woodson. 
I thought I thought Javon Howard was gonna hit him with some MMA type moves after that game, bro. They you lost to Mike Woodson. He won't play that. The funny shit is that they were winning when, when Jawan Howard got suspended. They looked better. They did. Bill Martelli had them playing well. That was the old you. white guy that looked like he could be. He, you know, he remind me yes. of. You ever saw that that movie with Adam Sandler, Eight Crazy Nights? Yes. The old referees like that's a technical foul. <laughs> Yo, I, I'm gonna need y'all to help me with the with this whole uh with the March Madness when it starts because I don't know I I don't know shit this year I haven't been watching so I I I guess every year I will guess this year shit even when I bet on college basketball I just be guessing oh, there's I no there's no strategy let me tell you there's no strategy to that because you don't know when these guys decide that they're gonna play or what's gonna happen that's just, all of that is a crapshoot. It's just everybody swore to God Gonzaga was gonna win last year. They didn't even make it past the final four. You you just gotta pick what you think it is that it's gonna win. Other than that, that's there's no strategy to that. That that that's the most craziest thing in a lot of any sport. That's probably the craziest thing to pick. Is it's is college basketball. Look, let's put it this way, bro. Los last weekend, last weekend Duke played UNC, right? UNC, I mean, was like 16-point underdogs going into the game and won by like 15 after being down by almost 20. St. John's. It was so it was so bad that uh Coach K <laughs> said it was unacceptable after the game, right? It was he had to apologize to the crowd. It was that bad. Well, I, mean, I think that was mostly because he had like a million. Yo, bro, people were paying like fucking seventy thousand dollars to or some shit. Like, I seen some crazy ass numbers for the amount that that people were paying to go to that game because it was his last home game. That yeah, perform. I mean, first of all, a performance like that is unacceptable no matter what the situation is. But I think that was more about the fact that there was eighteen hundred former players there. People paying thousands of dollars to go watch a fucking college basketball game. Like you just pay thousands it of it dollars. Do, do like let that sink in for a second. You just paid thousands of dollars to watch a bunch of amateurs. Exactly. I don't know if I ever do that. That's crazy. I wouldn't do it to watch professionals. I mean, that's mostly because I ain't got it, but you know, it is what it is. At the end of the day, what's important is that baseball is back. And the it Mets really are coming is. for that World Series. It's, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun season, and we're gonna keep you informed of all the moves as they continue to happen. Because it's gonna be a flurry starting tonight. Let me tell you. I'm just gonna. I don't know if you guys want to do the same, but I'm just gonna throw a quick little guess out there, and just from everything you guys said, I'm gonna guess they do trade with Oakland. They trade for one of their pitchers, and I'm gonna trade. I mean, and I'm gonna guess that they sign a bullpen arm. Besides, besides that, I really don't know. I have some guys I would like them to get, but for sure, in my mind, I see them making a free agent signing at the bullpen and a trade for a starter from Oakland. That's that's my guess. I think, too. I think they're going to sign an arm, a, a rotational arm. That'll be the first – that'll be part of the first order of business. Then they'll move over to the bullpen and they'll try to get a bat. Because I don't, I don't really see Chris Bryant as a, you know, as the Mets having, they showed interest, but not the interest you would think to sign somebody. Um, I know Bryce Harper is pushing, is pushing the Phillies to sign because him and Bryce are, are best friends and the Phillies have money. 
So they should be able to probably pair them up together in Philadelphia. I don't think the Mets make a trade before the season starts. I think whatever moves they make moving forward is probably just going to be free agency moves and just like marginal moves. Like they're not going to get any big names or any game changers for the, unless it's by via trade. And I don't think it happens anytime soon. But um, do you think the Mets should go after Freddie Freeman? Uh, if if the deal is right, I don't, I don't understand why not. But I just don't see Freddie. Gold Freddie Glover. Gold yeah, Glover. But I, I don't think Freddie stays in the NL East if he goes somewhere. I think Freddie gets out of the NL East. He doesn't do that to the Braves. I think he, if he does leave, he leaves outside of the division. Or outside of the league itself, but I don't think he's. I don't think he signs with the Mets. I don't, I don't think, think he does. I don't think. I don't think the deal happens. I was just curious if y'all think the Mets should even entertain it. He's like a Chipper Jones type. That if he ever I was mean, to leave Atlanta, he wouldn't sign with with the Mets. Answering the question, if he wanted to, of course I'd entertain it. But like you guys said, if he's coming here for like seven years, eight years, that that's too much. So. But now, I don't, he, now, wait, wait, hold he's, up. He's, he's a really good, he's a really good player. Now, seven, eight years is too much. He's, yeah, for his, at his he's age, thirty-two. He's thirty-two. You're gonna be, you're gonna have Alonzo here. Then you gotta pay him eventually, and then you gotta, you gotta, you gotta worry about Freddie Freeman at thirty-nine. This years is old. nothing against him. He's really, really good. Oh he's no, good. you know I'm against giving players contracts that long. I was just bugging that. And I don't think it's. I don't. I didn't think. I didn't think it takes seven, eight years to begin with. I think he's going to sign for something like five or six. But just saying, you know, I, I, I'm i not expecting it. If I woke up and it happened, fuck it. I could roll yeah. with that. I, yeah, could if, definitely, if, I could definitely roll with that. If Steve Cohen hears this, if Billy Epler hears this, and y'all just feel like one day I feel like making me happy, trade the whole organization for Juan Soto. Oh no! That no 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 no! Don't we don't got, the Mets are gonna be in that. The Mets are gonna, gonna be in that. They're gonna be in that in that sweepstakes when it's time. It, it's but, gonna no, be free no, agency. Let me put it this way. No, but this we're talking be... about Washington though. Washington gonna... might not be okay with sending them to the Mets. No, 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 no. We're talking about like as a free agent. He's a free I'm not agent. About He's a free agent soon. You don't have to give up no prospects. You no, wait no. up and then you give him his six hundred million dollars and quarter a day. Now, this is what I do. If I'm the Mets, right, the day he becomes a free agent, you punch, you 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 knock him and his agent out, right? Dead. Kidnap them. And when they wake up, they're inside Steve Cohen's vault. <laughs> no, and you, you tell, gotta, you gotta nah, send yo, bro, Cano to when him. When they wake up, Cano's gonna get the job done. Bro. Cano, oh, yeah, Cano sign him right there. Cano's the, the team liaison. You send him in there with a blank check and, and he'll right on, the, right on the dotted I line. I don't want Cano to be here by that time. He's, he's going to be working in coach. Listen, he's I'm in fantasy where you won't go to jail for kidnapping somebody. Like, where he's going to be the third base coach when, when Soto gets here. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm just happy baseball's back. I, I guess I'll deal with the Cano situation and figure out how I'm going to get him off the team when the season starts. But thanks for tuning in to Rotten Apple Sports Podcast. This was a fun episode. I love talking to you guys once a week. You know, the other six days are for me. But <laughs> make sure you guys subscribe, 
and stay tuned for a lot of the stuff that we got coming up. It's, it's going to be an active summer. You know, the NBA playoffs are coming, the NFL draft or the free agency. We're going to have some fun shows, hopefully some good guests coming on too. And it's going to be fun. So subscribe, stay tuned and enjoy. Don't forget that all that happens in the spring and not the summer. You know, oh, God. this man just came back from DR. He got his seasons all wrong because it's yeah, you're right. seven out there. You're right. <laughs> I'm on the door.